Welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm Dana and I am so glad to be here with you on this, our last episode of Season 1 of Bible Bedtime. This is Episode 78. I will be reading from Genesis, and I will read the full chapter of Genesis 50. As I prepared for this evening's reading, I felt like I needed to reflect a little on this first season of the Bible Bedtime. I started this a little over seven months ago, and it was my intention through Bible bedtime to create a form of worship. Sometimes, like all of us, I have problems turning off my brain at night so that I can ease into a peaceful sleep. And I looked for podcasts or other recordings that might provide a a peaceful way to fall asleep to God's word. And I didn't find what I was looking for. And decided I would just do it myself and I sometimes shudder to imagine what the first episode sounds like. I suppose I should go back and listen, but hopefully over the last 78 episodes we have grown together and grown closer to each other spiritually and closer to our creator as well and I am blessed beyond measure by this opportunity to share that which puts my heart and mind and soul and body at rest which is just a peaceful reflection and meditation on God's holy word. As I said before, this is the final episode of season one, and I am preparing right now for season two. I don't anticipate a big break between episodes. I typically try to post a new episode twice a week and I hope to continue that without a break but I will beg your grace if there is a short break because I want to take time to think about 
and pray about and reflect on season two. Now, I do want to say a special hello to everyone who's listening right now. I want to mention that we have listeners in Saskatoon, Canada. And that is a very fun name to say. Saskatoon. I hope to visit someday. Thank you for being here. Now it's the time to settle down. All of the lights that you want to be off at night should be off. Your distractions should be put away. There's no more screens tonight. No more conversations. No more fretting about your to-do list. No more organizing. It is time to rest. As we do each episode, we are going to take three deep breaths. Here we go. Genesis 50. Joseph threw himself upon his father and wept over him and kissed him. Then Joseph directed the physicians in his service to embalm his father Israel. So the physicians embalmed him, taking a full 40 days, for that was the time required for embalming. And the Egyptians mourned for him 70 days. When the days of mourning had passed, Joseph said to Pharaoh's court, If I have found favor in your eyes, speak to Pharaoh for me. Tell him, my father made me swear an oath and said, I am about to die. Bury me in the tomb I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now, let me go up and bury my father. Then I will return. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear to do. So Joseph went up to bury his father, 
All Pharaoh's officials accompanied him, the dignitaries of his court and all the dignitaries of Egypt, besides all the members of Joseph's household and his brothers and those belonging to his father's household. Only their children and their flocks and herds were left in Goshen. Chariots and horsemen also went up with him. It was a very large company. When they reached the threshing floor of Atad, near the Jordan, they lamented loudly and bitterly. And there, Joseph observed a seven-day period of mourning for his father. When the Canaanites who lived there saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, the Egyptians are holding a solemn ceremony of mourning. That is why the place near Jordan is called Abel Mizraim. So Jacob's sons did as he had commanded them. They carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre, which Abraham had bought as a burial place from Ephraim the Hittite, along with the field. After burying his father, Joseph returned to Egypt together with his brothers and all the others who had gone with him to bury his father. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him. So they sent word to Joseph, saying, Your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now, please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph 
said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph stayed in Egypt along with all his father's family. He lived a hundred and ten years and saw the third generation of Ephraim's children, also the children of Machir son of Manasseh were placed at birth on Joseph's knees. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath and said, God will surely come to your aid. And then you must carry my bones up from this place. So Joseph died at the age of a hundred and ten. And after they embalmed him, he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. And may God bless read from Psalm 23, more often called the 23rd Psalm, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Six. Now, many of us who worship add a little to the end of this prayer, which isn't actually in the Bible, but it brings peace and brings us closer to God. And so I will say that part at the end of the prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory 